I don't need your motivation. No, not at all. Yeah, man, man. look, we're going to jump right back off into it, man. Look, let me tell y'all something. Stop doubting God, man. Stop doubting God, man. You hear me? I, I, I know that these people, you know, uh, uh, what you're watching, you dig what I'm saying? What you're viewing, trust me, God know. He will always know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he makes no mistakes. And, and a lot of us with this fear because of the stuff that we're watching about the things that's going on in the world, we start doubting God. When I say stop, when, speaking of doubting God, it's not in the sense of, you know, you saying, God, you can't work it out. Oh, God, you won't be able to triumph over this. No, not, not like that. Doubting him in the sense of having a fear of overcoming what we're going through. Having a fear of saying... You know, we shouldn't be outside right now. It's too early. It's too early. Who, who is to say it's too early? Be, because they're quoting numbers and, and, and you know, we see the, the, the debt tolls of, of, of different cities and different states and we get shook by that. You know what I'm saying? We get shook because they're saying, oh, it's, it's this many numbers. It's, you know, the toll to jump to this. And then now these people in different states are protesting because... They want their freedom back. You know, they want to be able to maneuver how they want to be, how they want to maneuver. And a lot of people don't understand why those people feel like that. You know what I'm saying? But when you're in a situation where financially you're struggling to be able to provide for your family because the jobs or the careers that you may have had were, was the means of the finances to, to your household and you no longer have that, you know, things tend to crumble. Because look at marriages, you know, finances are one of the leading causes for divorces when it comes to marriages, you know. So these people feeling a certain way about wanting to get back to uh, uh, living their life. And I'm not going to say normal life, but just living their life. You know, they, they see that they have no control over that. They see that. And, and, and those people that are protesting to be able to want the cities to open back up and the states to open back up. You know, you can't call those people stupid. You can't call those people idiots. You can't call those people naive. Oh, they're going to be the first ones to die, this, that, and the other. How y'all know God not putting that on their heart to go out there and do that? How y'all know that? How do y'all know that he's not telling them to do this? Not, you know, physically in their ear saying, you know, go outside and protest and do this. But laying it upon their heart and their soul to say, listen, I got y'all, man. Listen, I, I got it. Regardless of what may transpire when y'all do go out there, I got it. Those people are not doubting God. Is it real? Of course it's real. We know it's real. We know that. But at the end of the day, when the only thing that you can get the, your facts from is, is Google, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you hear me? The news, CNN, Fox, all those people... Like, when you only can get your information from them, yes, you, 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 they're programming you. You're going to be brainwashed. You got to break them chains. You have to stop doubting God. Stop living in fear. Stop being afraid of saying, you know what, I'm going to wait till y'all go out, see what happens, and then I'm going to shake back. What that, what that, what that fate you said you had before and say, man, I know God going to pull me through this. But then you 
in return turn around and say, man, I ain't gonna go outside. But them people, they tripping. Why they doing all that? Why they trying to go outside? Man, them people trying to go outside because there's fresh air out there, man. Fresh sunlight out there, man. They have vitamin D. God shining down upon us, man. That vitamin D make me feel good when I get up out this house and I go take me a little walk around the block. That make me feel good, man. And like I told my partner, man, I look, when I see my friends, to this day, right now, yeah, like Dante Wilder, to this day, I dap them off, man. Man, what's happening? You hear me? And the reason why I dap them off, because again, I love that contact, man, that human-to-human contact. There's no virus that's going to stop me from being and having human-to-human contact with, with my people that I love, man. Nobody, that, That's not going to make me stop that. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't doubt God. I don't doubt him. This, I don't put no limitations on him. I don't put no limitations on him. And everybody keeps sending me stuff, showing me this, trying to show me this about the COVID, about this, about that virus, about when this happened, about martial law, about all this here. Y'all afraid? What are y'all afraid for? For what? What is you afraid for? Huh? Why? Why? Oh, man, because the CDC said stay inside. They said we can't open up right now. We can't do this, that, and the other. But yet still, God tell y'all what to do and y'all don't do it. Y'all turn y'all back and y'all do other things that y'all feel is right at that point in time. Oh, but when it's for y'all benefit, when it's not for y'all benefit, oh, man, God, I ain't about to do all that, man. Them people say it, do this. Them people say it, do that. Because y'all can see them people. Y'all can touch them people. Y'all can feel them people. But when God say do something, oh, man, it's a problem. Huh? That's all he said is have faith the size of a mustard seed. That's all he said, man. Have that faith. Believe in him. Stop having that fear. Fear. Fear is the virus. You dig? That's the virus that we have to fight. Us as a people. Us as a, a, a American people. Just us. Everybody around the world, man. Fear is that virus. That's the virus we have to cure. And the only way to cure that is for God to put us in that valley. He has to put us, he has to put us in the valley. With us being in the valley, when we was on the mountaintop, we saw too much. We thought everything was all glorious. Oh, nothing can happen to us, man. We on the top, we big dog. There's nothing that can happen to me, man. We good, we America. Check us out, you heard me? Now God have us in that valley and we don't know what to do is dog. Bones laying everywhere, people dying. You understand what I'm saying? It put that fear in you. Huh? You know when people used to say, man, I'm going to put the fear of God in them. That's what he's doing right now. But the whole thing about it is God is not the one who's putting the fear in you. It's the news that you're watching. It's the people that you hang around that's putting their fears on you. You dig what I'm saying? They don't know what you can handle, but yet and still they're going to send you text messages and quotes about what COVID doing and how rapidly it's moving and this, that, and the other. You dig what I'm saying? That's those people who don't send you those quotes to say, man, God got us, man. Huh? Why they don't send y'all that? That's what I want sent to me, man. I want to, I want to glorify his name. I want to give him praise through this storm. I want to give him worship through this mess, man, because he's going to work miracles out. He's going to work miracles out. I seen T.D. Jakes, man, have a little sermon about, you know, you got to have courage. You have to have courage to believe. You have to have courage to walk on your own. You have to have courage to do this. You have to have courage. I liked when he said that. You know what I'm saying? Because you look at a lion. A lion. No fear in that lion at all whatsoever. That pride, there's no fear amongst none of them. There's no fear. 
because they believe they're the biggest, the baddest, huh? That they're on top, that there's nothing that can stand against them as long as they stand together. There's nothing that can stand against them. And Lord, how true is that, huh? God is looking for leaders in this day and age, man. Like TD said, man, it's watered down. This, this, this society is watered down, huh? Watered down. We looking for real leaders who gonna step up and spread that word of God and let people know, man, we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. But I think people, you know, they so they so used to saying, man, I'm not done yet, man. I still got this to do. Well, do that. Do what you feel you have to do at this point in time in this moment. You do it. Don't stop doing that. Because again, if you look back at it, man, look at look back at at, at your life. Anybody who's listening to this right now, man, look back at your life and you tell me God ain't bring you through the things that you went through. The things that you thought were so hard and the things that you thought you would never overcome. Tell me right now, he didn't bring you through that. Huh? Come on, man. Again, man, I was 17 years old. 17 years old. When I got a phone call, man, look, let me tell y'all something real quick. 17 years old. You know what I'm saying? Going into my senior year in high school, um... My mama had put my brother out the house for whatever reason. You know, they was going through whatever they was going through. Me and my brother was two years apart, same mama, same daddy. You heard me, rest in peace, T. Morgan, Travis Morgan. You heard me, I named my son after him. But, uh, you know, I want, I want to make a little long story short, man. Just to get y'all a little bit about me. 17 years old, right before my senior year. You know what I'm saying? I only played maybe, I was on a team, but I didn't actually you know, play. I played in probably one or two games my junior year in high school of football. I didn't play nothing before that. You know what I'm saying? I never played no no organized football, no peewee, no little league. I only played on the street, man. And it was this one person who I always looked up to, who I always said, man, if I can if I can get his approval, because you know we knew about God, but we didn't know about having God's approval. You know what I'm saying? When you when you you know seven, eight, nine, ten years old. You know, if you were a little brother and you had big brothers, you, you wanted their approval. Or if you didn't have big brothers and you had your daddy in the home, you wanted his approval. I wanted my brother's approval. I wanted Travis Morgan's approval. So we used to play football on the street. They never wanted me and my brother to be on the same team because, you know, to everybody, he and I was the best ones on the block. You dig? We had other great athletes on the block, but with him and I on the same team, we wouldn't be beaten. They knew that. You dig? So we always used to have to play against each other. And I love it because iron sharpens iron. At that point in time, I didn't know I was iron, but I thought I was. You dig what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know I was iron, but I thought I was. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I, I really was. Even though I didn't know yet, I didn't know what it really, really meant at that point in time. But God knew because he had a plan in my life. So we used to do different things, man. We used to just play ball, play football, play kickball play baseball and I always wanted to just to compete against my brother you know he used to always dominate me man he used to always dominate me and I'll never forget it it was this one time my junior year we was playing football in the street and I got the best of my brother catching one-handers on him you know out running him jumping over his head you dig what I'm saying to me that that was that was like man that to me at that point in time it was really like you know, I, I, I've accomplished the, 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 the biggest thing I've ever wanted to accomplish in my life at that point in time. You know what I'm saying? I'm 16 years old. And I never forget it, man. My brother looked at me and said, D, you got it, dog. When my brother told me that, when my brother told me I got it, 
There was nothing nobody on this earth could tell me at all. When it came down to, to, to having drive and to having the passion to want to be better than somebody, I had all that. You heard me? And I looked at my brother and I said, man, T, I appreciate that. He said, man, nah, you, you got it, though. You, yeah, you got it. So I went on about my life like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm that dude, right? So my junior year, uh, 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 the junior season came. It was against the Kennedy Cougars. Coach Dewey called me to the sideline. He said, Donovan, tell Cornell, throw you a post route. You know, we ain't have real plays hood school. You hear me? I'm like, all right, Coach, bet I go back. Hey, Cornell, Coach told me, you know, 88 posts. 88 throw back, but I'm going to run the post. You hear me? I ran the post. I caught that post on the fingertips, on my fingertips. Bop, caught that thing. Rolled over yet. Who, when I get up, who do I see outside of Pan Am America Stadium fence? Nobody but my brother. And he jumping for joy. This is my big brother, y'all. And I'm sitting and I see this. And I'm like, oh, my God, my brother. Like, he believe in me. He really, 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 really believe in me. My mama didn't want me to play. My brother went to my mama in the hospital and said, Ma, you got to go see Donovan play football. My mama said, boy, Donovan playing football? I told that boy, don't do that. He said, Ma, nah, you got to let him play because that boy nice. He nice. She said, oh, no, I'm going to put an end to that. Junior... That, that, that summer came, going into my senior year. My brother is no longer in the house, you know, but we talk on the regular. He, 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 he living with my older brother. So uh, one night I, I, I called my brother. He said, what's up, D? I said, man, I'm cool. And just thinking about you, bro. You know, just wanted to chop it up with you. He said, well, look, I'm on the phone with Cat right now, which was his girlfriend. I'm on the phone with Cat right now. I'm going to hit you up when I get off the phone with Cat. I said, I bet. Now I know what this was, but back then I didn't. Something told me, call your brother back, man. Call him back and tell him you love him. Because we never was the, you know, the type to be like, man, I love you, bro. I love you. We, we didn't grow up in that. We really didn't. You know what I'm saying? And something said, man, tell your brother you love him. Call him back and tell him you love him. So I called my brother back. I said, he said, D, then I just tell you I'm on the phone with Cap. I said, nah, T, I'm just calling to tell you, bro, look, I love you, yeah. He said, man, I love you too, little bro. I said, that's a bet. Well, holler at me. Boom, hung up the phone. It's like 12 something at night. You heard me? Um, maybe, I'm going to say about three minutes later, three, five minutes later, the phone ring. You heard my answer the phone. It's my sister-in-law. She said, Donovan, tell your mom and them, you know, uh, Travis just been shot. I said, girl, you crazy. Stop playing with me. You heard me? Hung up the phone. Blam. You dig? Phone ring again. I pick it up. I hang up. Blam. Phone ring again. Now it's her neighbor. My sister-in-law neighbor. Baby, she not playing. Your brother just been shot. Tell your mom and them, I dropped the phone. At this point in, in, in my life, I, I feel nothing. I, I'm, I'm numb at this point. I go knock on my mama's door. Boy, why you knocking on my door at 1 o'clock in the morning? Ma, they just said T just been shot. She get up screaming. Oh, Lord. We go around in the carriage house. You heard me? It's like two, three minutes from around the crib where we was at. I see my brother. He just landed. I'm like, man, that ain't my brother. But I know it's him because I see his tattoos. You dig what I'm saying? I see his tattoos. And I'm like, man, ain't no way. Again, I had no feeling. I'm numb. You know what I'm saying? So this is me going into my senior year of high school. And, and I just lost my best friend. I just lost that person who I basically idolized. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was my big brother. He, man, I looked up to him. He can do no wrong. He was that dude. You heard me? 
And I remember sitting at the hospital because he was on the breathing machine. I remember sitting at the hospital and, and, and I told my mom, I said, Mom, go home. Go get you some rest. You heard me. I'm going to sit up here with T. I got him. You know, I'm, I'm, I just turned 17 years old, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a baby, but I just turned 17 years old. But when that happened, I had to turn a man. You know what I'm saying? When God took my brother away from me at that point in time, I didn't know why he took him away from me. I didn't know why. You know, my mama didn't know why. You know what I'm saying? And even at that point in time, I didn't know, the, you know, like it, it was going to be something special or bigger as time went on. I didn't know nothing about that. But I'm here to tell you how great God is and how he work. Because I didn't believe no more in God when that happened. I didn't believe no more in God. What? Man, oh man, listen, I, I didn't care about myself. So, you know, I didn't care about nobody. I didn't care about my mama. I didn't care about my other siblings. I didn't care about nobody. If I didn't care about Donovan, you know I didn't care about, it It, it, it didn't matter. You hear me? My dog was gone and I was hurting. But I didn't know what God was preparing me for. He was preparing me for this. He was preparing me to go through something in life to be able to withstand that because he put me through it at the age of 16, 17 years old. He put me through it and showed me that I can manifest him out of that. He showed me that. He showed me that if I continue to push and do the things that's necessary in his eyes, that I would be prosperous and he would bless me beyond my imagination. And he did just that. Because I take it back a little bit more. When I was at the age of seven, I told my mom and him, I'm going to make it to the NFL. They say, boy, shut up. You heard me? When God took my brother away from me, it, 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 it added fuel to this fire that was already there. So to me, I look at it as my brother was that sacrifice. God makes no mistakes. My brother was that sacrifice for me. And a lot of people may say, man, you crazy. Why you think about it like that? Why you look at it like that? Boy, you, I was hurting. But I knew God made, he, he, my brother was that sacrifice. And it needed to happen for me to manifest into what I manifest into years later. I made it to the NFL. I, speak, I, can, I can speak about my senior season. I went dumb. I went crazy. You know what I'm saying? Had all type of offers, man. But again, I wasn't thinking about, you know, school. I had just lost my brother, man. I had a demon up on me. And I didn't even know. But he grabbed me. And this is why I don't give the devil no credit. Because I dealt with him. I dealt with him one-on-one. -on -one. I dealt with him one-on-one -on -one for years. For years, he was winning that battle. He was winning that battle. He was winning that battle. For years of my life, man, for seven years... I was fighting that demon. You understand what I'm saying? I go to church. I send the back of the church. I be twisting my head in. Well, I wasn't listening to no word. I could care less about God. God, who? Oh, you, you are nothing to me. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. Because you had just took something that I love so dearly and you stripped me of that. Because you was trying to teach me a lesson. At that point, I didn't know you was trying to teach me a lesson. Not even teach me a lesson, but I, at that point, I didn't know you was trying to put me through something. So I will be able to withstand what life throw at me later on. <laughs> People don't understand that though. So again, at a young age, which I didn't know that I was doing, I was taking that positive from that negative. You know? That's how I know God is so amazing because through that time when he took my brother away from me, he was developing me into being the man that he wanted me to be to this day right now. People always ask D, man, why you, you know, you speak about this, you speak, why you never speak in front of nobody? I said, man, you know, man, I just, 
if somebody listen, you know what I'm saying? I just chop it up with him here and there. You know, it ain't really nothing too big, but I think I was afraid of, of really doing God's work because I wanted to do what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Man, one of my partners sent me a message and said, man, I claim it, Donovan, you're going to be one of the greatest speakers of this time, of this modern day era, because you're so raw and you give it to him. You heard me? Like, he don't know what that did to me. He don't understand that 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 inspired me. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it added fire to this fuel for me to say, man, I, I that's all I can do and just give God's word because I've been through that fire. I've been through that fire. When I fought that demon and I found out who God was again, it was amazing. It was amazing because he brought my little girl into my life. He said, there is joy within this pain. There's joy. You have to find it. Find that joy. It's right here. I'm giving it to you. Take care of it. And I said, God, I thank you for this. I found God again. I started believing again. Things started to change in my life. Not saying I didn't go through nothing no more. Oh, man, that's what people get messed up at. They think that they're entitled to not going through nothing. <laughs> they think they're entitled to that. Oh, man, I, why, why am I going through this? Man, come on now. Come on. All those people in the good book went through something and us on earth supposed to just be like, man, we're not supposed to go through nothing? Yeah, we're supposed to go through something because it builds that character. It builds that character and that's what it leads back to me saying God want his leaders. At that point in time, I looked up to my brother because he was my leader, not knowing that God was prepping me to be the leader. Speak somebody. That's what he told me. That's what I felt and that's what I got from that. And that's how I perceived it. He was grooming me to be the leader. Even though I looked at my brother as a leader. So he said he had to strip me from what I love to make me brand new again. He had to strip me down completely. I was lost. I was weary. I didn't understand. I didn't know how I was going to overcome this. I didn't know, but I got on my knees. I gave him the praise. I gave him the honor. I gave him the glory. But let me tell you something. I didn't get through that on my own. I didn't get through that just by myself. I didn't fight those demons just by myself. Even at that point in time, I thought it was just me. Oh, no. I had my mama praying for me every day on her knees faithfully <coughs> saying God you're not going nah you mm -mm. I lost one already I'm not going to lose another one like that she's seen the road that I was headed down and oh good lord the the, the backbone the, the rock to our family my grandmother oh man when I tell you that grace is placed upon you before you're even born trust me that grace was placed upon me before I even made it into my mother's womb my grandmother, the, the rock, Shirley Fisher, she did everything. She prayed so hard and so long and so strong and fasted for things like this. My grandmother told me the things that she went through in life. And she was there to tell me that. So that, that meant something, right? That should mean something, right? If she went through hell and back, but she's still here to tell me her testimony and her story, that should mean something, right? 
Come on now, somebody. I'm telling you right now, man, God is working in us and he is doing something special. We just have to believe. We have to stop the doubting. We have to start leading, not leading in fear, but leading with courage. Have the courage to go out there and do what you believe is right, knowing that you have God by your side, knowing that he will not forsake you nor let you go, knowing when you look back at your life, you know he pulled you through things worse than this. Come on now, I know somebody who is going to listen to this has certain situations like I did who has someone taken away from them or who witnessed this or who witnessed this or who went through that, who went through this. And at that point in time, you felt like life was over, but you overcame it. You stood firm. You stood strong. It was no fear. There was no doubt. You had courage, belief, faith to know that things will work out for the best. So stop worrying about the things that you cannot control Focus on the things that you do have control over. Focus on those things, whatever it may be, because he got us. And I just want y'all to know, watch months from now, as I continue to do this podcast, man, I'm going to keep putting out that content for you. But I know months from now, we're going to look back at this and say, man, I, man, God, you, you are beyond this world. And I think that's why a lot of people are doubting because, you know, they're, they're, they're about this world, but my God is beyond this world. You know, he's not somebody who just sitting in the sky watching down and up, blah, blah. No, 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 no. He's way bigger than that. He's bigger than a lot of people's imagination. He's bigger than that. You know, and that's why I love to, to not, not, not only just me, but people around me know that I'm a leader. When I say that I'm a leader, I, 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 of course, you have to lead by example from the things that you say. And I was blessed to be around a lot of leaders in my lifespan, in my time of, of playing ball and being in the business world. Like I was around a lot of leaders and I seen how they walked and how they moved and how they maneuvered around certain things. And I added it to my repertoire because I know leader. I know leaders. It's a different vibe when a leader walk in a room. It's a different vibe. You know, that's like those, th those Christians who don't have to say, I'm a Christian. You know they're a Christian because they don't even have to open their mouth or Satan on the way they carry themselves. You know they're a Christian. You know they bought that book. And then some. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know they really, 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 really about God. And there's nothing that can shake those people's faith. And I just know, man, if you look back at it, all, the, all those people who done, who done been through a lot of things in this life, way worse than this. Way worse than this. You understand? made it out and they believed and they continued to push and they continued to give it all to God and let him fight this battle man listen it's been a blessing talking to y'all again today man listen I just want y'all to know y'all can follow me on Twitter and Instagram man Morgan underscore IDNYM again that's Morgan underscore IDNYM listen man subscribe on iTunes um Leave me a five-star rating, man. Listen, when you listen to this, again, just enjoy it. Sit back, have an open mind, and continue to give God all the honor and the glory. I love y'all, man.